0: Hi, this is Charles. How are you doing? Nice to see you all again. I uh, hope you're having a good day. It's a lovely hot day here in London. Like, like we had a really nice weekend as well, so the weather's great. But the the hot weather does not seem to be uh, doing much to to thwart this this virus. That uh, I remember the scientists were saying that in the winter the 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 warmer you know after the winter had, had, had ended the warmer weather would would do something about this virus because the, you know the virus started in in the winter time when it was cold in china and they were saying you know it, it will respond to to, to to hot weather and it might kill the virus and they even said this is why hot countries are not getting the virus well this has proved wrong hasn't it because Countries in Asia, in Southeast Asia, like Indonesia, and in particular the Philippines, are suffering badly now with this virus. And the Philippines' cases have gone right up. And, you know, unlike the UK and America, there's no safety net. There's no government measures. In America, they've been giving people $30,000 a year or $600 a week, I think, Uh, just like a job furlough type of situation, uh, because 45 million people there applied uh, registered for unemployment and i think that there're still 20 over 20 million unemployed and and many of those will will remain unemployed but in hot countries and uh the virus is still running a mock and i i know that uh, watching the news in the philippines today that you know people are literally out on on the streets uh that they they're begging for for food and things things are a lot tougher there than than they are here i mean here we've got the furlough scheme which is keeping a lot of people are sort of working at home while the employees don't have to pay all of their salary. But when that comes to an end, I think we're going to see a bit of a bloodbath path in, in the employment market here. It, it just it just has to, to happen because the way things are going, the the, the virus uh, you know doesn't seem to be going away. It's spiking again in several areas of the country. And this is after we've had all the lockdown measures uh, for the last, what, nearly five, six months now. We've had all these measures to... Uh, stay at home, wash your hands, stay safe, you know, all this sort of stuff. Uh, People have been working from home and, you know, there's all this testing going on and and medication and all this sort of stuff that's been going on. I mean, you know, this is a a big economy here. We've done a lot here to to try and thwart this and yet it's coming back and particularly in areas uh, in the Northwest and and Yorkshire, Manchester has now declared a state of major incident, as they call it, a major incident state, uh, which which is similar to where there's a, a big flood or a, uh, a terrorist threat. I mean, they could, they have the powers to bring in the army if necessary, but I, I don't know it's gonna happen, but it, it's quite a, a big thing. Now, the other thing is that major employees are, employers are starting, uh, should have been bringing back employers this month, employees back to work in the offices uh, because the government wants to encourage them to to get people out again, get people out spending in the city centres, but that's not happening. Uh, 62%, I believe, of employers have just said, no, we're keeping workers uh, at home. I don't think this is particularly to ignore the government. I think that's the way they want to do things. I think that the things are may change permanently. They may keep a lot of their staff at home working remotely rather than having them in the office. And, and a lot of offices could, could close down uh, we we could see landlords in trouble if if offices uh, j- just close down and, and people just move out and say well here's the keys. Uh, and I'm not saying big companies will do that, but big companies may start disposing of offices, and it's it's a big change. I, I think then the next stage to that is then to start outsourcing jobs further afield, like like the Far East, which which, which could happen again. Um, I, I think we've been through a lot of that already, and I, I think. It has not been the panacea that most employers thought it would because they thought oh, it's easy to just outsource to enjoy the Philippines. But there are a lot of problems with, with this, you know. Um, it, it doesn't always work exactly as employers thought. I won't go any further than that. But the other thing that's happened in London is that last week uh, Boris Johnson announced uh, further lockdown measures. He announced a reintroduction of some of the lockdown measures and, and they kind of put the brake on uh, the, the, the easing of restrictions that were were supposed to, uh, from from this month, uh, allow businesses to get back, like beauty salons and that sort of thing, and uh and and live events as well. And he said we're gently putting the foot on the brake, but it sounds like a screeching U-turn to me, like a handbrake turn, uh, because you know it's affecting jobs and companies that were thought that would get back to normal, some sort of normality this month and now can't. London theatre land is in darkness, all the theatres are shut, 5,000 jobs are due to go there and that will affect the whole area, you know, if you go to, to the theatre land in Covent Garden and places like that, it's always teeming with people you know, this time in the evening they're rushing in having their pre, pre-theatre meal, it's part of the London culture to go out to see a show shoot into a little Italian restaurant in Covent Garden, get a quick Pastoros quick meal and they they do these they you see the waiters rushing around pre pre-theater dinner with a glass of wine and then you go to the theater and maybe have a drink afterwards but you know all of those little restaurants and pubs will be severely affected and it you know it's part of london's economy it's a multi-billion pound economy big shows you know Mamma mia hamilton tina uh, and 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 th- dozens of others, you know, London is full of theatres. It's a great place to come. It brings in tourists into London to see these big shows. So that's a big, big blow to them. And I still don't understand why they allowed cinemas to open, but not theatres. Why pubs are allowed to open, but not theatres. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. Now, the other interesting statistic is that there are only, in terms of jobs advertised at the moment, there's only half the amount of jobs advertised being advertised at the moment. says one leading advertiser. Uh, as there were last year compared to the same time this last year and and that's that's not good news that means you know we're seeing a trend uh we, which is going in the wrong direction after we saw record numbers of people employed you know not not just not more than six months ago uh so so that that's not very good news however the Eat out to help out scheme uh has launched uh this month and this is a bid to boost restaurant trade so on monday tuesday and wednesday you can go to eat in restaurants that have registered for the scheme and you'll get a 50 percent discount on your meal if you eat it there uh, it applies to food and soft drinks but not to to alcoholic drinks maybe for obvious reasons you could be buying you know getting drunk on the government it doesn't quite add up does it people are saying it's too complicated i don't see what is complicated about it really to be honest hopefully it will boost the restaurant trade them they'll, they they'll really need this And I I think there is a a financial limit on it, but it's still a good thing. It's a bit of a gesture. It's only for this month. Uh, It might get people out and about, uh, but not me, unfortunately. I'm not gonna sit in a restaurant with other people not wearing a mask. It's bad enough walking down the street and 90% of the people are not wearing a mask despite this spike in in the virus. So why would I wanna sit next to people on on a bus or in a restaurant that are not wearing masks? And people are ignoring this mask, even in shops that they're not always following the rules. I was in a small shop the other day, and this middle-aged woman, uh, not looking very healthy, uh, I'll leave it at that, walks in, no mask. So what does the shop do? You know, she's, she's given them money. Is the shop going to say, get out of my shop? No, they're going to take the money and take the chance. You know, the staff weren't wearing masks, but they, they own the shop. So, you know, can they afford to turn people away as, as you, you could say in a security man in Tesco is telling you to wear a mask or bugger off? They're not going to do that in small shops. So it's putting people at risk, really. Uh, but how can you enforce it? How can small shops enforce it? I don't think they can. Um, now, last week we said that UK property prices had jumped about 3% since June. And this follows, um, you know, obviously it follows pent up demand and getting back to normal. But it also follows a stamp duty holiday cut in stamp duty until next March. Uh, but why are property prices going up? And in fact, the same trend is happening in parts of America. And and some experts believe that it's just due to less property being on the market and the old supply and demand thing that you know the basics of economics, supply and demand. You know when there's less supply and demand goes up, you know it pushes prices up, and uh, that's what I think is happening. Agents are saying there's not enough properties to, to to that they they have inventory to sell, and therefore they can command higher prices on on the properties that they 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 have. Uh, and, and I think that that's what's happening there's there's less properties around and vendors are able to to get good good prices for their for their property and as I said, there's also pens up demand Now this could change um, I think once this initial period is over, then we we could see a bit of a change after that and i I don't know my 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 gut feeling is that the stock market and the property market is are overpriced and that they're due for a big correction when economic reality hits and the furlough scheme comes to an end and that's going to happen in america as well and then the stuff's going to hit the fan and i think that's when you know the market will say hold on let's let's sell let's sell everything and prices will drop for a longer period i think and if it doesn't happen this year if if interest rates and stamp duty cuts keeps the property market going until next year i think it will happen at some stage next year um to me it, it just doesn't reality is not here because you know the, the market think that the, the market is bad in, in terms of jobs in terms of the economy and yet you know the stock market is going up and the property prices are, are staying high now also you've got to bear in mind with property is that it is very much regional as it is in america and some areas are still suffering other areas are are, are going up And it depends where the jobs are, where where people's incomes are. Did you know that in London, to be in the top 10% of earners in London, you'd have to be earning about £86,000. But to be in the top 10% of earners in Wales, you'd only have to earn £50,000. That shows you there's a big disparity between London, South East and the rest of the country. So property is not exactly going to boom everywhere. But I, I think when the job furlough scheme starts to unwind and unravel, then I think... We, we are going to see some some serious issues with, with property and the economy as a whole. Uh, they say that unemployment could reach 10% and the recession could last till 2024. That's one think tank that says that. Now, a good news for, for some businesses in Britain, is that that is that staycations, more people are staying at home uh, in the country and having their holidays here. So all the hotels everywhere you go, all around the coast are all fully booked. At, pretty much so anyway, that's what they're saying on the news. Um, I'm sure you can get something somewhere, but everything is, is booming in terms of uh, uh, home holidays. And, and that's good news for the, the UK economy that people uh, won't be taking their money out to, to the Mediterranean. But it's obviously bad news for Spain, which is really suffering with with a, with an increased spike also in COVID-19 and Britain imposing restrictions on people going there and coming back. So, but it, but it is good news for people in in the uk now one thing you should do is check your travel insurance uh, even if you are taking a holiday in the uk make sure you've got travel insurance and make sure that you're covered for covid19 i had this letter from the nationwide a couple of months ago uh, because i've got an annual travel insurance policy with them i pay one fee and i can have as many trips and holidays because you know a weekend break is, is like a holiday so you should have travel insurance for that because if something goes wrong uh, you lose stuff you know, you've got nothing, you know, most people buy travel insurance when they go on holiday and then it's cancelled when they come back. A good idea is to have an annual one if you're going away more than once a year. And they slip this into the, like, you see this letter, it's in with your bank statement. So you normally pick out the bank statement and throw away the junk mail, but I just sort of kept this for some reason. And it says, um, uh, insurance is there to help with the unknown foreseeable events. As coronavirus is now a known event, UK Insurance Limited, our insurance provider, has confirmed that cover will not be available for this because they know about it now. So uh, this also applies to any new upgrades uh, and and you even trips you booked before the 18th of March. Um, but actually, no. If you book trips before the 18th of March, cover is available for claims relating to coronavirus pandemic. But a lot of insurance companies are changing their terms. For obvious reasons i suppose um, i mean hiscock travel insurance are suffering uh, heavy losses due to cancellation charges and, and and refunds and that sort of thing so uh, that that's another part of the economy that that will be badly affected and as you know there's a court case going on at the moment uh with the regulator and, and the insurance companies with regards to claims for business interruption on on coronavirus so that that's pretty much the news today i mean i i think uh it's not great news obviously that the 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 economy apart from some some sectors of the economy are doing well like holiday resorts and that sort of thing but they've lost money for months and months haven't they they've been this will hopefully get some of the money back and they can maybe put their prices up but they've been losing money hand over fist uh, for months and they'll never get that money back Uh, that 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 business is gone so uh, good luck to them if they can get get a bit more business in but it but it is going to be tough out there it's all right if you're jeff bezos and amazon he's doing really well with all the home delivery stuff and facebook google and all these companies are doing really well at the moment uh but the normal economy even apple are doing well but the normal economy the average person going out there working it, it's very tough at the moment think of all the cab drivers the uber drivers the you know the, the people working in restaurants it's really tough for them so i, I do wish you all well and hope that you know with this bloody virus will end soon and we can all get back to a, a normal life, but I don't think it's going to happen uh, soon. You know, holidays abroad are more or less out of the question. I think till next year. You um, know, even, even if you want to go away, a lot of countries are restricting you when you get there with with lockdown measures. So what's the point? And then if you come back, you might have another lockdown. So a two week holiday could could turn out to be two months. Uh, but anyway, there you go.